recorded live. Scuba Obsessed is a weekly podcast where we talk about all things scuba diving from cool new gear, places a dive, and scuba in the news. Welcome to episode 45 of Scuba Obsessed, Turkey River Scuba Diving and Scuba Black Friday. This week in the news, we'll be talking about reefs are coming, snoobud, toxic slug, Azeroth submerged 3D caves, and the manatee cam. Uh, we also will have a few uh, scuba gifts to talk about. And as always, from the good side of town, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Jim. How you doing today, Jim? Hey, I'm excited to be here. I'm doing well. I'm upright and breathing. It doesn't get any better than that, right? Well, yeah, upright breathing and underwater. Well, right. <laughs> Two out of three aren't bad today. We'll work yeah. on the other one. Yeah, we, we got plenty of time. We're just now getting into diving season. This is when it really starts to happen. I'm excited to be back because we had Moving that... along. We had that two weeks off and uh, ready to get here and start talking about some diving. I'm still full. You're still full. Oh, I know, Turkey. Yeah, well, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Who uh, We were planning on doing a podcast last week, and, you know, as it gets around to it, you know, too much Turkey, tryptophan, and everything else in the bloodstream, and it was really a knot in the card. So we'll have to do something next Next time, we will pre-record an emergency episode or uh, do something to motivate us. But uh, we're back, and hopefully we'll finish the end of the year out in full force. Uh, we have an active chat room tonight. Thanks. Uh, we got Rich in there. We got Mac in there. I had a few others stepped by earlier. Uh, don't forget, if you want to listen to us live every Thursday at 9 p.m., uh, you can go to scubaobsessed.com. Uh, you can also go to TalkShoe, where show... Uh, seven three seven five nine. If I've remembered it right, did I almost remember the whole thing? Is that it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've all got it bookmarked. <laughs> we have no clue. Uh, <laughs> seven three seven five nine. That's correct. That's it. So seven three seven five nine. I got your back. There. You got my back. Thank you very much. So uh, this week in the news, we'll go ahead and start off with Reef is coming. If you remember, in previous episodes, we were talking about California passing a law on a limiting the liability and this is the positives that they hope are coming was the ability to have this new reef coming in here we go for southern california uh it's a new artificial reef off the coast of orange county it was announced tuesday california ships to reefs cstr i'm trying to what was that <laughs> Uh, national scuba diving environmental organization that is spearheading the reef effort through the state uh, told the Dana Point City Council they're ready to move forward to create the nation's second largest shipped-based reef in a location southwest of Dana's Points Harbor. So they've already got a ship in mind, the USS Kawashiwi. <laughs> Kawashiwi. Why? Our- yeah, to all the <laughs> veterans who, who served on that, I've I've turned it into a sushi. Uh, it's a decommissioned key- fleet oiler fleet oilers so um i have no idea what one of those looks like but i'm you know is that is that like uh you know a, a boat with a big uh zerk fitting on the end and it just like uh, oils everything up or that's exactly what it is okay you, that's what you i nailed thought it. You nailed great it. You, you know i was watching a, a documentary about some of these ships that are um moored in susan bay it's a very interesting story if you get the time to, to kind of research that. Um, all the ships that are there just rotting away, uh, you know, that's a big problem for them. Now that these uh, places, 
California being one where they've passed legislation where it's uh, basically says it's a dangerous sport. There are some risks. Um, do it at your own risk. We're not going to be liable. It's opened the way for them to use some of those as artificial reefs. And I think they even mentioned that in this story. Exactly. That's one of the things that opened the door for it. It certainly did. And that, and that's important. Uh, you know, we need to take responsibility as, as people for the actions we take. Uh, just because there's a vessel down there doesn't mean that it's safe to dive on. Now, this oiler is 655 foot long. So it'd be the second largest shift, uh, ship I say that real quick. Be careful. Ship-based this is reef. a PC-rated show, right? <laughs> PC. <laughs> Ship-based reef uh, surpassing the uh, Vandenberg over there in Florida. So uh, it'll be nice. And and there, this isn't going to be the only one. It's, it sounds like all up and down the coast out there in California, they plan on putting more in. Next article is Get Snoobed. I put this one in just because I thought it was a little bit of a different take for some of our scuba shop owners or charter boat people uh, i was kind of wondering what their take on something like this was uh they're they've got these what the, what's going on and this is in hawaii is, excuse uh, me sorry <laughs> oh, oh wow out. yeah uh, bless you uh the scuba industry in hawaii was facing a problem they were having uh, declining sales uh they had uh, competition from other forms of entertainment and uh, scuba diving just wasn't really doing anywhere. Some people decided that the the hassle of tanks, the being certified. So down there, they had they they're going with a different avenue, which is snuba. So it would be fun. Um, some of the the grubbers up in the area here actually do sort of the same thing, where they uh, dive off with a long, uh, low pressure line going down to their second. Uh, so they don't have to carry their tank around. So it's sort of the same thing. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering, uh, does this get more people into diving, or is this going to, you know, is this a positive or a negative? I, I'd like to think that it's going to be a positive, and that it's, you know, just once you get down there, because I can remember when I had the uh, the tank on my back for the first time and went under, it was just that that feeling underwater. So Being able to take a couple of, of complete relaxed breaths underwater mm -hmm. is, is something that um, you, you may just, it may just open up a whole new world for you. That was, that was my first big um, change of the game there. When I could sit down at the bottom and, and take a couple of long, deep breaths and just totally soak it in. And that might, it might do that in this case. Um, I see it as nothing but a, a a win-win it's a great thing to get some people who may not be able to do it otherwise yeah i, I agree at, fir at first when i read the article i'm kind of like oh, that's not that's not real diving but you know i can know when we went to mexico that one time this would have been great it would have mm -hmm. gotten me so excited i would have come back and i kind of equate it to you know you get your kids and they got that little pony ring at the fairgrounds and the kids are going around in a circle it, all it does is is you want to be off that lead line you want to you want to get out and ride and 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 see it a little, uh, a little bit more free. So you're tethered in on the on the snuba, kind of like a hooker rig, and then you get to go down and see things. So I think this is great. Uh, I, I'm noticing in the photo that they're probably only down about 10, 15 feet, wouldn't you say? Yeah, if that. Yeah, because I was if thinking that. I was thinking up here in Michigan, could we do the same thing? And I I just don't know. 
I mean, I guess like the river dive, that there'd be no problem. And some small inland lakes, I just just don't know if it's going to be practical for at least here in our part of the state where some of the locations are diving are just probably a little deep for that. Yeah, and I, and I think around by us, some of the um, water temperatures would scare off some of the people who would like to say, yeah. well, I'll just give it a try. Yeah, um, yeah. we, we need know. a really large warm pool for that. Right. Right. But uh, that also, I don't know, maybe that'd be a nice uh, discovered scuba type of thing. I keep going back and thinking how we can do some of that in this area. So the next article is toxic slugs. And I don't Gotta think, hate them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, goodness. Boy, I'm glad we can edit. Okay, health officials issue yeah. warnings over toxic sea slugs. Uh, scuba divers discovered poisonous sea slugs in... Oh, I, I would Come say, on. no, you did. I know I picked this article out, but I swear you're planting these. No, uh, but they are fun to watch because I can see them. You it's can like, see them like coming up. Yeah, you, you get the list and you're like, aha. Uh, Wangari Harbor. Wangar, I'll go with that. Wangari Harbor, which has made health officials issue warnings for the same. The presence of a, a potent neurotoxin, tetrotoxin has been confirmed in two slugs during lab tests. Thus, the Northland DHB has warned bachelors... Oh, beachgoers. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> You're having another drink. Uh, beachgoers would be vigilant about the toxic sea slugs. Now, I assume they're worried about these toxic sea slugs because you would eat them. Isn't isn't that the point? Is, uh, is it like a delicacy? And do they deep fry them like uh, Twinkies or pickles? Yes. Okay. They taste just about the same. Great. Uh, so if you're down there in New Zealand, uh, you're, you're probably aware of this, but if not, be careful of the sea slugs that you're eating. Uh, we have the, the – this next one's the manatee cam. Florida wildlife officials install live manatee, manatee cam oh. or, to stem harassment many complaints. So I guess they must have people who are being harassed by the manatees down there and they wanted to protect the, the people. Is that it? Yeah, they do. They've got um, down there in that area in Crystal River, they have um, a large manatee population that come in and, and enjoy the warmer water coming out of the springs. And um, they're very, people are very protective of them in the area. And it's it's a constant battle uh, as you're reading the editorials in the papers and things, touch, don't touch, and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but they've designated certain areas as being off-limits to humans, uh, let the manatee go in and, and do their thing and, and be at peace. And what they're finding is that not all people abide by that. And they're, they're actually um, trying to do this to try and allow people to monitor it from away. Um, having somebody there 24 hours, seven days a week just isn't, isn't practical, you know, sitting watching on their kayaks. And uh, there are people that volunteer and do that all day long. But uh, it, I think it would be neat to uh, take a look at some of these webcam videos and watch the manatee uh, from thousands of miles away. As a side note, if you ever get the opportunity to go down and, and visit the manatee, um, I'd do it. it. It's it's an awesome experience. I, I want to go down there and try it. Uh, I love that part of the country. The water's got to be clear, and then to go and see these, these creatures. So far, about the biggest thing I've seen has been that... Uh, Oh, the one I can't even with the paddlefish that we saw paddle down there. Paddlefish, yep. yeah, yeah. That's about the biggest thing, and that that will make you jump when you saw it. 
And then later on, later on, as we talk about uh, dives over the last couple of weeks, which we had plenty, uh, we saw some some fish that might make you jump as well. Uh, but back here, I, you know, they talked about the camera. It's a little solar-powered camera sitting mm-hmm. out there. And I've always wanted to have something like that out here in the Great Lakes because how great would it be? How many times were we calling back and forth saying, I wonder how the weather conditions are out there in the lake? Do we have big breaking waves or not? Wouldn't it be neat to be able to find out while you're still getting your gear loaded to know if you've got to go to your, your primary site or just veer off to your alternate without even having to drive out there? Exactly. There is, I mean, we do have some great weather reports where they'll show, you know, what they expect them to be, but, you know, we've seen that can be off by two or three feet. There is a buoy out in the middle of Lake Michigan, uh, west of us here, uh, kind of in the midpoint of the lake, and that one does measure wave height, and that one's pretty accurate, but then, you know, again, that's you know, miles and miles away from where we're going to be, and the weather and the, and the lake can vary quite a bit. So just to have that right where we want to go, you know, something on the pier shooting out, and you go, yep, you, you know that you're going to go out that location, and you know what those waves are going to be. So that would be amazing to have something like that. Yeah, it would. I would like that. Uh, the next one article is Azeroth Submerged. <laughs> and I wonder how many of our listeners know what Azeroth is. Is a uh, you know I have to say I'm coming out of the closet I'm a I'm a role-playing gamer for years and years and years and uh, this is World of Warcraft the you know if if you're a gamer you, and you haven't been sleeping under a rock you know that the new Warcraft Cataclysm is coming out December 7th also a shout out to my guild mates on uh, AIE uh, but uh, one of the things they did in the Cataclysm, the idea is that it was an excuse to redo many of the places in this uh, virtual world, was that it broke apart. Uh, this dragon comes through and just lays waste to certain parts of it, and there's a couple areas, a thousand needles, that get flooded. So uh, the patch went in last week that's getting ready for this release, so some of the landscape has already changed. And I've always thought with the game that it's almost like virtual scuba diving. There's times where you can go down underwater... And it looks pretty good. And then with this new update that they just come out with, the, the couple of improvements they made is they just increased the resolution of the game quite a bit. And then they've added this underwater world. Uh, just the, the water effects are, are much improved. And then the visibility is unreal. I mean, it's a computer game, so they can have, <laughs> they can have two or 300 feet. I mean, it's, they, they probably got a quarter mile of, of visibility underwater, right. which is just a dream. But uh, what, what they've done is they've actually flooded some villages. So I'm going to have to go out and scope that out and see what it's like. It's, it's kind of like the, the dream to, to find that flooded city underwater, kind of like Waterworld. So we'll have a link to that if you just kind of want to see what we're talking about there. It won't have Kevin Costner in it, will it? I don't think so. I think they, they do have Mr. T, though. Well, uh, now that's all right. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then uh, Cameron has a new movie. I bumped into this out on Facebook. And we'll have links to the fa- Facebook page into the movie site. But uh, his new movie, which will be coming out February 4th, is Sanctum. Uh, I kind of caught wind of it uh, through Dive Right. They had... Uh, contributed some of the gear to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like they've got some rebreathers, and you watch the trailer. It's about a two and a half minute trailer, and it's an action movie. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of serious uh, scuba diving in it. But uh, Cameron's always been diver friendly. He's a diver himself, so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Have you got a chance to hear about it yet? No, I haven't. Um, in fact, I'm going to check out the trailer later on tonight. I'm kind of excited 
to have another scuba movie coming up that we can see. Um, they're kind of few and far between. Yeah, I, I was hoping it would be one of those, you know, maybe suspenseful, exciting movie. But this one looks, to, I mean, it's going to be an action movie, almost a disaster. It looks like maybe they're in a cave and uh, they're, they're, they're doing a little bit of uh, exploring. And then, then water starts to come in the cave flood. So I think if you're a little concerned and water isn't necessarily something you're comfortable with, this movie isn't going to convince you to uh, start scuba diving. But uh, yeah, as a diver, anytime I get to see a movie with diving, I mean, in fact, all movies should be required by law to have diving in them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then our final story of the week is uh, Under the Sea. I almost wanted to call this our, our first scuba-obsessed diver of the week. Well, maybe that'll be something that we'll have to do next year is ask people to put in some submissions for who their their best, uh, you know, if they've got examples of scuba-obsessed divers. And uh, what, what caught my eye even more than that was it said, Kmart scuba gear, who would have thought? And it's a story right. about this uh, guy who owns a dive shop and what got him started in scuba diving. So back in 1972 in Utah, the Kmart there sold U.S. divers brand scuba gear, scuba gear including tanks. <laughs> you know, it's you know sometimes we want to think we're so advanced, but we can't. What mass retailer sells any sort of scuba gear now? I mean, those I, that have tried haven't done it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen. Uh, you know, this is Kmart. Uh, you know, even the sporting trades, you, you know, Cabela's, they don't have a scuba section, you know, n- nothing like that. So some of them have, yeah, but but they oh, have they don't tend, yeah, that they can't can't do it. Yeah. Um, I've seen I've seen I've seen wetsuits like in Dicks, but you know it's like a a tour of three mil. It's like hey, come on, we're up in Michigan. Uh, yeah, you need something They're not better than that for diving. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I saw that. I'm like, really? Kmart had scuba gear, uh, and and he was a young man at the time. The, this this individual, and he he decided that uh, he just had to go scuba diving. So uh, he rushed the nearest telephone book, found the nearest scuba diving school, and every day after school they rode their bikes to scuba diving class. So this is 1972. I've and then, lost most of that, Darren. Hopefully, I'm. Yeah, it was just you. Okay. Good. <laughs> so in 1972, he uh, he got a scuba certification. They had to travel from Utah to Monterey, California, for the open water class. If we passed the class, we received our diving certification. So, and then here's what you know. And I'm thinking here's somebody who exemplifies scuba obsessed. Since the following summer, from certification, he hauled hay on his grandparents' farm. He made $150 a month. Saved every penny. His grandmother wanted him to purchase school clothes, but he spent every cent on diving gear. <laughs> now that is obsessed. So you, my man, are scuba obsessed. So uh, congratulations. And uh, let, we should give him credit. Is it Eric Hermanson going through here trying to figure out who this is? So, uh, um, yeah, hey, Eric Hermanson. Mine just flipped out gotta love the internet so uh but yeah that's an example of uh scuba obsessed and, and that's when you know you've gotten the bug is when you're doing that oh oh i'm sorry not eric it's roger hermanson uh he became a commercial diver there you go 
So if you if you know somebody who's uh, who's scuba obsessed, why don't you drop us a line? Uh, you can do that at the show at scubaobsessed.com. We'd love to hear about it. Maybe we'll have them on the show. Maybe we, that's what we need to do is is have people who are uh, scuba obsessed explain how come they are. Also, we'd like to take this this moment, and we're going to start a new listing service on the Scuba Obsessed website. So what we'd like you to do is nominate your local dive shop. You know, One of the things as we, we go traveling, uh, it's great to go and dive different locations, but uh, you're kind of limited number of dives if you can't get air. So uh, that's one of the important things to be able to get when you're out traveling is air. So if you have a, a good location, a good shop that's giving you some great air, uh, go ahead and drop us a line. Uh, the show at scubaobsessed.com. Uh, send us as much information as possible. Also, make sure you put your name on. Uh, what we're going to do is we'll contact those places just to verify information uh, that we've got it correct, and uh, we'll we'll tell them that you, you referred them to us. So, uh, go ahead and send us those those listings, and we'll get them out there. I'd love to have uh, a big nationwide listing of all the locations we can go ahead and get air. So, Jim, it's uh, been two weeks. Did you get a chance to get any diving in? Hello. I think you were there too. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yep, yep. Oh. Okay, I can hear you now. You can hear me now. Um, but, um, yeah, we uh, we went out to, let's see, uh, the, 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 the perfect dive site just upstream of the wastewater treatment plant in the St. Joe River. Ah, yes. Upstream of wastewater treatment plant, always the, the best place to go. So uh, I think since last dive, uh, had I, had I done the since our last show, had I done the river dive? Um, yeah, there, I believe there, so. The uh, that I've done so many dives. It, two weeks seems so long. Switching dive. Yeah, I think I had talked about the one where we had the low vis, but we did the so uh, the week before you went. So yeah, let's so let's talk about this site. This is uh, down from the train bridge there in Niles onto St. Joseph River, upstream from the waste treatment plant. There's a little boat boat ramp. That goes down the water. Uh, you, I've done three dives there since our last show, and I think you you hit us hit the middle one. So why, yep. don't, why don't you yep, describe uh, what you you thought the dive was like? Well, it was uh, a river dive. St. Joe River is not uh, the best uh, for conditions uh, historically. Uh, Visibility is usually within just a feet, and uh, the current can be pretty uh, wicked. But I was pleasantly surprised. We walked down and we got a chance to to scout the area out. Darren and I, uh, Darren showed me some of the places that he had seen uh, earlier in the week while we were waiting for Mac to show up. And uh, it it looked very calm. Uh, Visibility from the surface was terrific. Uh, Once we got suited up and dropped in, it it was. The current was fairly slow. the the visibility was good. I'm going to call it eight to ten feet anyway, and um, it was a nice dive. Not real deep, you know, but uh, it was a, a good way to spend a half an hour, forty minutes. Um, I'll go back. It was it was fun. That was I enjoyed it. That was the third one. Uh, I'd done three dives there. That was the the second of the I would say that week and a half period. Uh, the first one, Mac and I went down there, and it was a little cloudy right before we in. The sun popped up, and the nice thing is a lot of that visibility. Like I, I'd love to see, and maybe somebody knows if there's a really accurate uh, classification 
on water visibility because there seems to be so many elements. The more I dive, the more I see that there's different conditions that can affect it. You can have, uh, you know, like the water can almost be like tea. It's like the tannins and stuff in the water that can affect visibility. You can have sediment stirred up and that affects visibility. Uh, the light and the way the light's playing in the water can affect visibility in that bottom that light hits that sand and comes up and you can just see and it was just beautiful i wish i had a camera a video camera would have been great because that would have you know let everybody know that hey we have some great diving up here in michigan on those rivers uh, and and what we love to do when we're in the rivers is we go wow look at this great viz and then we go muck diving <laughs> we just go and we root around in the bottom and there are bottles if you love to collect bottles you can this is this is the thing to do. You you go in there and it's like I got spoiled real early on uh, last oh it's been about two years ago now, where one of my first times out on uh, an official is an eco ecology dive. We were cleaning up, and I want to say about the third place I put my hand, I pull up a nearly pristine milk jug with raised emboss or milk bottle. And, you know, and I've yet to duplicate it, you know, hundreds of hours of, of mudding and I haven't been able to do it, but I'm, I'm yes. still trying. And, and, but I, you find a lot of interesting things, uh, right now I'm currently trying to fill up a, a case of, uh, beer bottles, <laughs> the brown, the old, the old, top, right. the, the screw tops. Uh, yep. uh, we found a, a lot of little odd, small medicine bottles, uh, jars, glass, anything. So stuff that was thrown in that you wouldn't pick up on shore is now a treasure when you pull out of the water. And then there was all all sorts of stuff. Uh, I'd love to have an ecology dive here. And, and you almost need a support team to do a proper ecology dive because when you're looking for bottles, you leave too much. I would have loved to have pulled up a bunch of the, the junk. We found bicycles, tricycle, Model T doors, batteries, bottles, <laughs> cans. Engine block. Engine blocks, truck beds, uh, anchors, and this is cell all phones. within yeah, cell phones. And this is all within 50 feet of the boat ramp. There's just so much of this river left to explore, and, it, and it's fun going down there. Uh, current uh, was okay the first two days. The third day, I went back on uh, this last weekend, and which was the the annual turkey dive, right? It was the Mud Club Turkey Dive. You can head over to mudclub.scubaobsessed.com. See some photos that we've posted up there. Uh, you can look at the posting or click on the treasures button and see what we're pulling out of the water when we go diving. And there was uh, it, the we had had some rain a few days earlier, so we didn't have that great visibility like we had. The current had picked up quite a bit, and visibility had dropped. Uh, visibility was uh, maybe two feet. You know, not bad. Yeah, it, it's it's still worthy of a dive. Uh, I, I still enjoy diving, and I uh, actually went upstream. I mean, went downstream first and upstream. With it, it's tougher. The more people you have in the water, it's like the, the visibility goes down. It's, what's nice in a river is that you can muck it up, but you just kind of wait a second, and it all drifts on by, unless you're downstream of other people mucking it up. So I guess that would be a way of doing like a practical joke. You just kind of go upstream of somebody and you you go and muck it up for them. But uh, it was beautiful. Now, did you, when you were down, Jim, you saw a fish. What was what was that? I was just asking you what kind of uh, fish you saw. There none. I saw some crayfish that were amazing. They're one of my little favorites to find um, around here. Uh, I really get a kick out of watching those. Some of them are pretty big. Um, Nothing, 
stellar, though. How about you? Uh, did, did you see that pike or that? Uh... Yeah, you know what? That was all a lie. I did see a gar. Yeah, uh, I saw gar. a garfish. Yeah, and uh, he was he was pretty sedate. He was laying back, and I hung out with him for I don't know minute minute and a half, and uh, then I went on my way. He was <laughs> he he had no interest in in uh, doing a whole lot. It was pretty cold. I think it was forty. Yeah, I um, I think on that was the second dive. I think I was measuring forty one. Uh, yeah. the, the river dives were were starting about forty three. And the last one that we did for the turkey dive ended up at 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. So uh, we'll have to do the math to Celsius on that one. Which is exactly what my mug was chilled to at the start of tonight. Ooh, 39 degrees. Yep. So, uh, but great, great time. And it's and what's great about diving with the with the club is not only do we have the dive with a bunch of great friends, but then you get to go afterwards to the local food establishment and have some coffee and a hot bowl of soup so you just can't you can't beat that yeah and i had to work uh, unfortunately this past saturday yeah, so I, I don't i don't think i i rubbed it in too many times no so not at all only nine or ten times right so uh we've we've got from the chat room that 39 degrees fahrenheit is 3.8888889 degrees celsius so our friends in the UK and other foreign locations, that's that's what it is. Uh, we're under four degrees, and uh, we're going to be approaching zero here pretty soon. Yeah, rounding it to four sounds so much warmer, I have to agree. Yeah, it won't be long, and we're going we're gonna to have some ice to cut through. Um, yeah, we'll be able to break out the chainsaw. you got to love it when, when diving requires a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what else do you have? Did you, do we have any dives planned oh, coming up? This weekend, I'm going to be booked. Uh, I've got some Christmas stuff to prepare for. I've got some more home projects to do. Um, I'm thinking my target is going to be the following weekend. Yeah, I think mine might be, too. I wanted to really go this weekend, but my wife happened to be born, and I won't tell you how many years ago today because she'll kill me, but uh, on this very weekend. So I think we've got it pretty well booked up with, with stuff for her. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I could get her a dry suit for her birthday. How's that sound? Um, I it would just happen to be my size, but get it. A, uh, I'm sorry, you broke up there. Huh? You broke up. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I would buy a really big one. That way, if she decides not to use it, you could. Yeah, I could say, look how much weight you lost. Look at that. How how loose that's fitting. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, I I started looking to, and I just I've run out of. Uh, and then my daughter also has a. Uh, yeah, you know, as I'm training her to become a scuba diver, she's on the swim team, which I didn't realize that there's these things called swim meets that seem to happen about every other weekend that I have to go to. So, so the, let's plan on the next weekend, uh, the following weekend, I'll have to go in because uh, so far, out of the last 11 months, I've dove every month, and actually, it's been uh, probably I probably dove the last 14 months. But, That's a good thing. But I want to dive every month in a year, mm-hmm. uh, and I, yeah, it's December. It's December second, and I don't have my December dive in. I I don't know how I can. You are running way off. I know. It's been two days, way and off. I haven't got my dive in yet. So I've got to get that in. So it won't be this weekend, but we'll we'll get one in next weekend. Yeah, I think uh, I think we need to plan something of uh, epic proportions. <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe a pure dive or 
a Lake 16 dive or something fun. If not, uh, then we go back to uh, back to the river as uh, an excellent alternate. I think that is an excellent. It's like you're almost hoping that a dive site fails so you can go to another dive site. It's right. nice to have uh, options nice to have that are that's almost as good as is the original. So we'll we'll be getting that in. Uh, something else that we wanted to talk about tonight is, you know, with the holidays coming up, is just to have a discussion on what are some good gifts for scuba divers. Uh, hopefully, you know, what you can do is you can if your if your spouse has an iPod, you could load this episode, tell them that they have to listen. You could fast forward right to this point in the podcast. And it would just be, wow, I don't know how that happened, but uh, just some gift ideas. So I, I, was, I was thinking of, you know, like with any hobby that is somewhat technical, it's hard for somebody to know what to buy. So part of uh, is, is maybe almost having a gift list and letting them know uh, what you want. But in the absence of that, or say you want to make it a surprise, uh, what are some, some items that we can give somebody who's a scuba diver that really isn't super specialized that you you just can't have too many of well you know there's there's a ton of things um that that you can go for one of the immediate things that you would think of is is, are the consumables what about uh an o-ring assortment yeah Um, man at the bottom of the rung that's that's just cheap but as practical as as you can possibly get yeah they're they're, they're, like i was i was thinking so I, i i we put together a list of different items that you can have a multiple on. Uh, some another obvious one is you know you can't have too many O-rings. You can't have too much air. That's right. So uh, go talk to you know find out you know, if you if you if you've known them for a while find out what you know what dive shop it is. But go to the dive shop. Many dive shops will do air fill cards where it's actually a deal. You know you get ten or twenty air fills to a card and they have a little bit of a discounted rate. Right. So, uh, you know, that just makes it, – it's like the gift of diving. Uh, other things is classes. You know, talk to the dive shop. They're going to have some scuba classes coming up. Uh, you should know – you know, you can never have too many classes. You know, even an experienced diver won't mind uh, an excuse to go out diving, even if it's something that they're familiar with. Um, you know, and, and then maybe make sure you get with the dive class and or the, the – the location doing the, the diving and see maybe if they'll let you, you know, you can give them a voucher for it and then let them pick whichever class or specialty that they want to do some diving on. Or what's even better, what's better than the class is like a dive buddy. If, if you don't want to take the course, maybe you can get the uh, uh, dive class for that. Right. Build a buddy. And then, uh, yeah, build a buddy. And then the other is... Um, Let's see what else I had in here. Oh, you've got you know some of the obvious stuff. Uh, if you if you're not real comfortable getting things, you've got the t-shirts, the hats, uh, the bags. Uh, uh, we've got uh, you know gift certificates are always safe. Uh, we've got safety gear such as uh, uh, line cutters, dive knives, dive whistles, first aid kits, lift bags. You know, lift bag. It's one of those where even if you've got two or three, you can't have too many. So when you find that Titanic, you can raise it up. Exactly. Exactly. And, and safety sausage. That's another good one from uh, our buddy Rich in the in the the chat room. Uh, Max got some some great ones uh, like a multi-purpose scuba tool. You can get the think of like a Leatherman knife. Uh, you know that that uh, mm-hmm. penny cutter. You know some shears. Uh, air chuck, air blower, yeah, that's like the the dive whistle. Uh, 
you know, and then if you did sign them up for a class, many of these classes have some gear requirements for the class. So maybe even a gift certificate towards those items, you know, let them go and pick out the exact dive night or the knife or the dive light that they want, but right. uh, let them know that that's to help uh, offset some of that cost of the gear they'll need for it. Then you've also got uh, publications. Uh, full disclosure, I do work for a publishing company where we publish magazines, so I'm a little biased. But, you know, get a subscription to Scuba Magazine. You've got Dan or Patty memberships. Uh, you can get somebody a gift for that. Uh, and even the nice thing about some of those memberships is if you do it at the right time, there's also little uh, swags that you get with that, you know, maybe a little uh, gear bag that comes with it. Gear bags is another item that's great. Yeah, they um, you can never have too many good quality duffler gear bags. Nope. Really. Uh, and then along with gear is you got scuba hangers. I mean, that's another item as uh, the longer you've been diving, the more uh, things you have. Uh, Nitrix class is, a, is another great one. Uh, let's see. Uh, trip. Yeah, you want to talk about something where you can get it for yourself. Uh, you get a trip where your spouse goes diving, and if you're the type to go on the beach or shopping, you know they can't really tell, say don't buy that while they're underwater. So you, you go out, and that's like the, the gift for yourself. Keeps on giving. That's right. Yep. Uh, and then uh, something I was thinking about was uh, boat coats. You know, that's one of the things I was telling my wife uh, is uh, we're going to be doing some boat dives here in, in March where you get out real early in the season, and – you know, whether you're diving dry or wet, to have something that you can pull on over uh, whatever you're wearing, just uh, like a water-resistant shell. Uh, you know, you, you had a camo suit that you were wearing, and, that, and that's much better than just sitting out there and letting that water uh, evaporate from you as you go boating on in. Yeah, anything that'll break that wind, uh, a lined boat coat would would make that so much more enjoyable. Yeah. It's it's no fun being being miserable. So, uh, so that, that's just a few ideas of some items to get, uh, things that I would avoid buying or at least buying and, you know, having under the tree, uh, with no chance to return, uh, would be like, uh, you know, some of the really technical pieces. Like I wouldn't buy somebody, you know, give them the money for a rebreather, but don't buy them a rebreather or a regulator or a BCD or a dive computer. Those are stuff that they're probably going to want to choose specifically the exact details of what they want but you might go online and and check uh, uh to see what that runs oh, oh and then i forgot here's the best gift of all go out buy an ipod or an mp3 player and load it with all the past episodes of scuba obsessed i mean that that right there is the the ultimate Christmas that would gift. be it that would be it all of it yep so that's just this year next year we'll have something maybe a little bit more organized uh we'll try and get some sponsors all i'll hoodwinked into this uh Oh, and then also some other things is you got some other gimmick items such as uh, scuba shot glasses, license plates. Oh, and then anything with the Scuba Obsessed logo again, uh, some more shameless self-promotion. That's right. <sighs> okay, well, we're, we're hitting here about three quarters of an hour. Uh, I would say we're getting pretty close to being done with this week. I would we thought we'd, been, we'd be a little bit longer with uh, being off for two weeks, but... Uh, no, but it's uh, it's been a good discussion. I think we've had a lot of a lot of neat stuff. So I'm just so excited to get out and do some more diving. I can't wait. I mean, it's like I, I it's like a we're we're about a week and a half from our next planned dives. So, uh, but I, I got quite a few in. I, I did my uh, 
Uh, I'm getting ready, ready to do some of my dive log updating, and I, I got quite – I think November was one of my busier months this year. It was. You had uh, at least one week off, and you were able to dedicate several days to diving. What a great thing. It's amazing how much <clears throat> diving you can get in when the work doesn't get in the way. Huh. Yeah, Have you we know. Learned, not learned that from Mac yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, how do I get laid off? Oh, but no. My, but keep my pay. And yeah, I know. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. You right. could be. Oh, I could Merry be on the Christmas. Next, yeah, I could be on the next episode saying, oh, well, guess what? So. And we're uh, this up to a daily show because I got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be daily. Yeah, we'll, we'll come. We'll spin off a whole bunch of other podcasts on it. Uh, okay. So, gosh, is it that time already? It, you know what it is. Okay, I gotta go back to the other notes. So, uh, this is your thirty-second warning. Get the kids out of the room. This one's not too bad. I mean, it's a bad joke. Uh, I won't. I won't claim it's it's any good, but uh, it is a bad scuba joke of the week. So. Um, you know, before that, remember to head over to our Facebook page, www.scubaobsessed.com. Uh, like us, tell, tell your friends and family about Scuba Obsessed, get them to listen. Next time you go out scuba diving, say, Hey guys, have you checked, uh, checked out and heard, uh, maybe put that in your signature of your email, your network, uh, you know, something on there, say, make sure you listen to Scuba Obsessed. Uh, that would be great as well. And then you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I've been a little light this last week on Twitter. You know, it's kind of like if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. And boy, it's uh, we're I'm glad it's Thursday this week. I'm I'm ready to be one day closer to the weekend. So uh, for positive things, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Scuba Obsessed. You can also follow me personally at Darren Jilson, D-A-R-R-I-N-J-I-L-L-S-O-N. You can follow Jim at J Kleeman, J K L I E M A N N. Yep. That's two ends. N N N N. Yes. No no no. No 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 no. So uh, we can do that, and uh, Facebook and the website. Again, that is www.scubaobsessed.com. I'll be getting some time off again here at the end of the month, so we'll be doing some more updates, and we got some things coming out here for the beginning of the year. So we've already committed to season two of Scuba Obsessed. So uh, you know, I, I want to say uh, you know we're probably one of the second or third longest running uh, scuba podcasts out there. It's hard to believe that in one short year we've come as far as we have and i thank everybody for listening uh it's uh you know we're, we're not professional broadcasters as yeah. you can tell but uh i th- hope li- i like to think that we make up for it in enthusiasm and excitement for the sport so there's uh, much more to discover in our world underwater here so with that we'll go ahead and hit this bad scuba joke i gave you more than 30 seconds so if you're still listening it's your own fault um a charter dive boat with a load of politicians was halfway to Bahamas when a freak storm hit the boat. Several of the passengers were thrown overboard and drowned after the retrieval of the bodies, and with the knowledge that the rest of them may not be rescued for some time, if ever, the deceased were buried at sea. Three days later, the local Coast Guard found the damaged craft. Upon boarding, the Coast Guard captain asked, Is everybody okay? The captain of the damaged vessel explained that while he had a few passengers fall overboard, the Coast Guard captain asked, are they all dead? The other captain replied, well, some of them said they weren't, but we know how those politicians lie. Yeah, maybe a few more, a few weeks ago that would have been another joke. Yeah. So, 
But uh, as we said, it's a bad scuba show. So, and it was. On that note, go out there and get wet. And dive safe. Call recording has been completed.